TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Live Sunday nights. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. If you ever miss an episode, just visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show uh, before I get to talking about the Kansas uh, Governmental Ethics Commission, uh, I want to grab Dan Hawkins and ask, uh, you You were here, you heard that interview with Claudia about what happened at Washburn. I know some of your members actually went down for the speech. What did you hear? I mean, what do you think about that? Oh, I've, from what I've heard from the people who went down there, they said that it was a phenomenal speech. Uh, there was quite a bit of protesters down there. They uh, they liked being in the middle of that. You know, some of our uh, friends who just love <laughs> love a good being, fight. Oh yeah, they <laughs> love being in the middle of that. So, and you know, during during this part of the session, we're in and out waiting for things to happen, and so it gave them them the opportunity to be able to go down and and take part in it. I you know, Washburn. I didn't realize. I just I was a little surprised to see. Again, I didn't. It doesn't shock me when this happening on the left coast. But I was a little surprised to see Washburn doing it. Well, that's, I don't know that that was probably all that surprising. I mean, uh, academia in general, they're going to they're 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 not as open to ideas on the right as they they love the left and 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 they always have. It's just like you know, Washburn took down some some uh, uh, statues here the last couple of years that had probably had to do with Confederacy or something. So they're you know they like other higher learning places they certainly do not like the right at all <laughs> oh boy yeah i you know it's, we we still have to deal people think we're isolated here in kansas we are a red state but we have our pockets of purple that's for sure yeah we got ku too yeah, right, oh, yeah. Right hey, the, hey 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 right, hey right in the heart of the people's republic of of, of lawrence. lawrence yeah we're not allowed to pick on kansas though because we're about to win a national championship knockwood <laughs> knockwood now tell um, me that you never did have a problem with ku oh. 
Oh. Coming in and wanting more money, more money, oh, more oh, every money. Every time, every yeah. time. It's the UC Berkeley of the Midwest, trust me. Oh, yeah. And, and having been the former head of the KU College Republicans, believe me, I know what it's like being in si- Siberia because being a conservative on the KU campus is, uh, yeah, you're a talk about being a minority. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Dan, the, the director of the Kansas Governmental Ethics Commission, Mark Scogland, is under fire over the status of his law license. For those listeners who aren't familiar with it, he uh, he was called as a witness last week in the case of Fresh Vision OP, which is a Overland Park group that was found by the commission to be a political committee. At the start of the hearing, a member of the commission chairing the meeting said Scoglin did not need to be sworn in as the case's sole witness because he was, quote, has an obligation to be candid with the tribunal because he's a lawyer. The problem is Scoglin's law license is suspended and has been for years, and he didn't bother to correct it for the record. Um, I, I mean, in a sworn affidavit, Scoglin says that it doesn't matter because it's not material whether or not he has an active law license. I, I'm just curious what your thoughts on this whole thing are, because it sure seems to me like whether or not it's material, you shouldn't have allowed the plaintiffs, the people participating, to believe you were an attorney if you're not. Well, number one, uh, you're correct. Um, it's been, you know, the, his, his law license has been sp- suspended for, uh, I think, seven years now. It was actually sup- suspended before he uh, was hired on. So undoubtedly, they did not check that. And what happens is, is in these, these hearings, uh, he is is actually representing himself as, and the and the hearing officers are representing himself as a licensed attorney, and in this in this case it showed through, and he has never corrected the record. So in seven years, or not seven years, but however long he's been there, he's been misrepresenting. Himself. He's been mis- misrepresenting that, and and he passes judgment on people all the time. And, and when he's doing that, he's doing it as their chief attorney. Uh, so you have somebody that's doing that. That's just not really uh, probably a good, a good situation to be in. And, and right now, he's, of course, he's facing his own problems because of that. Well, and the other thing that, that I've noticed, and obviously since this story came out, there have been other stories now that have come out about an apparent investigation by governmental ethics into a number of organizations, many of whom, you know, are friends. I know the yeah. chamber got subpoenaed, others, and including some state lawmakers, apparently. But they're all conservative. They're all Republicans. The whole thing seems fairly partisan to me. I mean, it seems like he's got his eye on a particular side of the aisle. Well, I, uh, I, I'm glad you're saying that and not me. Um, <laughs> you know, so I won't be saying that. Um, although... You know, one might surmise that just well, by what's going on. Here's so. the case in point. Uh, Brandon Whipple, our mayor, has a pack run by his wife. He's, you know, at Astra, the firm that they use. I don't see any investigations into any yeah. of that. The Wichita Eagle has exposed certain things about both that pack and that firm. How come government, but, yeah. you know, governmental ethics isn't looking at any Democrats. From every newspaper I've seen on this story, it's all targeted on conservative organizations and conservative lawmakers. So it appears do the way, math. Yeah. yeah, it appears that way. I, I, I do think there's one interesting fact here. You know, during that, it, you read that story uh, that he said that one of the reasons why he, he, he doesn't have a law license is because it was so expensive 
for him. Oh yeah, to I do saw that. CLE is is, um, is uh, continuing C- education. Continu- yeah. yeah, continuing legal education. Well, uh, he didn't. What he didn't tell you is is that the state of Kansas provides the twelve hours for any attorney that's employed by the state of Kansas for a hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> Wow. So, so if he is so, I, I know fishing licenses that are more than yeah, that. So, so $120, he can't afford Undoubtedly, They're not paying him much, I guess. I, I guess. A concealed carry permit costs more than yes, that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> wow, 120 bucks. 120 bucks. That's yeah, so not yeah. not a good excuse. No. And you know really, here's the, here's the final just of it. We should expect more from the executive director of the of the Kansas Governmental Ethics Commission ethically than anybody else going yeah you're the guy that's supposed to be uh, overseeing ethics yeah he's the chief ethics guy and he's the one that is actually not abiding by the ethics of his profession yeah and that's the thing that gets me here because we've all i mean i've been an elected official i still have a campaign account so i have to submit the reports and you know i i've they they make their judgments talk to michael o'donnell about a run-ins he's had with governmental ethics but, oh, yeah, Michael ought to be talking to him right now, saying, he, hey. Yeah, <laughs> really. You may, But, I mean, the whole point is, of all the people who should be above, well, not above scrutiny, but should be held to a higher standard, I would think the guy running up the Ethics Commission and should also be above partisanship. Absolutely. And this investigation reeks of either retribution, somebody, excuse my French, pissed somebody off, and so I got an axe to grind, or it's politically motivated. And either way, it's the appearance of impropriety alone, that, let alone the fact that he's allowed this misrepresentation for seven years. So, I mean, it's, it, it is what it is. Um, let's move on to the session. You guys just wrapped. I know I've been through some of, as you know, some of those wee hours of the morning sessions. There's a really nasty picture of me that came out one year from when I three in the morning photograph where I was crying and... Boy, they left loves ringing that out. Um, but I've been through these 3 a.m. sessions, these late-night sessions. You guys just wrapped another one. Busy, uh, busy week. Yes, we had a real busy week. Uh, we got a lot of stuff done this week, some big stuff, probably some of the biggest stuff we've done in a while. Um, y- you know, the, most of our listeners don't understand that uh, this is conference committee week. So bills get passed out of the House. They go to the Senate, they get passed out of the Senate, but they change them, and vice versa. All of those bills, so people think, oh, they pass the House and the Senate, they're ready to go. No. No. Because generally, they're, they're, you know, the Senate always thinks they can make our bills better, and we certainly know <laughs> that we can make the Senate bills better. <laughs> and so we change them, and they have to go to conference, and, and, and they get reconciled in conference, and then they come out in the form of conference committee reports, and we, they have an up-and-down vote. No amendment. Uh, lots of debate, though. Uh, that's what we've been doing all week. So literally, as these bills are coming out of conference, we're going into session, um, listening to what's been changed, and then debate uh, the bills again, and then vote. Uh, we've had some huge ones. APRNs, uh, the uh, nurse practitioners, I've worked on that for 10 years. Oh, I know. I, I voted on that bill. 10 years. <laughs> Guess what? It is now sitting on the governor's desk. Amazing. Uh, so 10 years is taken, and it's finally done. Uh, women's sports, women's sports was a big one. Um, you, you know, it passed with, it passed probably up in the seventies, uh, high 70 mark. Um, but there's a, it's, it's a very timely bill. You know, we're seeing the effects of, you know, the transgender in oh, the yeah. women's sports right now. 
and and we're seeing it with records being broke, swimming records, various records yeah, being well, swimming broke. national champion is a biological male. Absolutely, yeah. and in 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 literally. This is something that really resonates across the board today in, in the legislature, and so it got a pretty big vote. It actually um, had a uh, veto override majority in the it Senate. Did. It did. A little shy in the House. A little shy, but I'm. I, I think that if uh, we, we, we know she's going to, yeah, veto. that's what I was going to ask. She she's likely to veto. She will, and we'll work really hard to hit that veto override. Another one she may veto is the Parents' Bill of Rights, which is another yeah. one that. I think has wide support, just giving parents the ability to say, uh, you know, I don't want my kid taught about whatever, yeah. uh, you know, be it race or, or gender or what. And again, passed with large numbers, I don't think she's going to allow that to stand because the KNEA couldn't stand it. No, no, no. She'll, she'll veto that. That one, that one has 12 items that parents can, can look at, the things that they can do. Really puts a lot back into the parents' hands. Uh, it, it did pass pretty good but yeah you know she's going to veto that one and we'll have to deal with that we uh you guys also passed the budget and yeah. uh, i was i was glad to see i mean yes there was more spending because you had federal money but i was glad to see that you cut her budget proposal by a couple percentage points wasn't it it was a pretty good cut yeah so here's what's going to happen john we you know we were talking about this when i got here so what's going to happen is is the left is going to say that the that the republicans spent like drunken sailors this year and the reason why is, is because we did two big things to really set our state in, in a good course financially for the future. We put over $1 billion, Actually, it was $1.1 billion we paid towards our unfunded liability in CAPERS. Uh, so that's going to make it look like we we spent a lot. Yeah, but and, all in one area that will pay off in long-term debt. Absolutely. And it actually saves us about $100 million a year in interest payments. So that was a that was a good move, and then an additional six hundred million that we put in a rainy day fund. So all of that 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 one point seven billion dollars is going to look like we uh, spent crazy this year, which we didn't spend. Actually, we spent less than the governor's budget. But when you put those items in, it looks like we spent a lot. Well, we did things to actually. Uh, put Kansas in a lot better position. But you and I both know that she would have rather had that one point seven billion and actually. Spent it, no doubt. The, yeah, that's no doubt. that's the difference. Dan, no we'll doubt. take a quick break. You mind sticking through yeah, the? Absolutely. Uh, I've been here. I've been here the whole time. That's true. That's right. You have been here. We've been talking through the breaks. All right, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back with House Majority Leader Dan Hawkins. Talk about a few other bills like gambling and whether or not we're getting a new stadium for the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 13:30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Black, patriotic, nephew of my Uncle Sam, a rough-riding, fighting Yankee man. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Want to remind you to stay informed with up-to-the-minute news while working from home, tooling around the garage, homeschooling the kids, whatever. Just download the Odyssey app or tell Alexa or Google Home to play KNSS Radio. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest show updates. You know, we, we played the Laura Kelly theme song for our first segment. 
This can be your song now. I love that little, song. That's great. song of the Patriot, a little Johnny Cash. Yeah, you know I love Johnny Cash. Roger Marshall loves that song, yeah. too. So it'll be you, and, and that puts you in pretty good company. Yeah, that's usually our theme song for Senator Marshall, so I imagine you don't mind being in that company. Not at all. Um, so we got a couple of other bills that, that passed. Uh, and again, we go back, one that's been floating around since I served was the dog, you know, the dog tracks doing, you added sports betting, um, which it's an interesting bill in and of itself, because as I understand it, we're going to get Sedgwick County will now get, assuming Governor Kelly doesn't veto this, uh, the Sedgwick County will get the opportunity to vote on slots at the no. dog. No. Okay. How no. does that work? No, what what no, are we getting? There's no vote. So what, so what this bill does is it allows the, the, the Sedgwick County at one location to have um, historic horse racing machines. They are machines that every piece of it is built towards horse racing. Okay. So, so inside it, there are loaded hundreds of thousands of historic horse races. And so you go up to bet on the machine. You're actually placing a wager against a pool of machines. And, and, and you, that race comes up. You can see the statistics on the horses, but you don't know what race it was. You don't know actually gotcha, what horse okay. it is. But you can see the statistics. You make a bet. You make a wager on that machine. It runs about the last 10 seconds of the of the horse race, and then it pays the pool out based on how much the pool was. So, so it's sort of like a slot machine. Oh, it's nothing like a slot machine. Slot machines are all based on all based on random numbers. So this will um, be a unique at, at the Wichita Greyhound. Trip. Very unique. And they'll also, are they going to run dogs as well? No. They're the bill allows no dog racing whatsoever. At, 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 no simulcast. It'll only be simulcast horse racing at the, so it'll no longer be called a dog track. And have we talked to uh, Ruffin? Is he going to? He's he, ready. He's ready. So he's they're going to reopen ready. that, obviously, yep. with some renovation. He'll have to renovate it. He's going to do lots of things up there. It'll be a really classy facility when he gets And they'll there. have this. Yeah. This not simulcast, but it'll be these. It'll machines. be simulcast too. So they'll so have they simulcast have, oh, horse racing, no simulcast dog racing. So live simulcast horse, horse racing, racing that you can bet on. That you can bet on. And then these machines. Historic horse racing machines. This is all new to me. So I, this has changed yeah. from when I voted on yeah, the So bill, there's so. probably 10 states maybe that have these historical horse racing machines. They're considered paramutual machines, they're not considered slot machines at all. Um, and, and it'll be a unique thing for it sounds Wichita. Like it. Very cool. Very much so. Then on top of this, we've got sports betting on apps. Yeah, absolutely. That would be available through the casinos, casinos, not through the lottery. Yeah, so each of the casinos would get three what they call skins, three apps. Uh, and, and, and then the cool thing that they've done is they're going to allow each of the casinos to have 50 partners like uh, it would be like sports bars or something like that. Hooters or yeah. whatever. Or could they partner with the with the horse track? Could horse track. They yeah, wherever so they, they okay. want to partner. They could partner with up to 50, and 20% of those, of that 50, has to be like VFWs, American Legions, or Oh, that's fraternals. cool. Yeah. So VFWs would then be able to, they have a bingo night, yeah, but they, they could, could also have, wow. Yeah, so they could have do a, a Sunday night football night. Yeah. And allow people to come in and do better. So this Absolutely. is all kind of new. Okay. No, it's totally some of the, some of these provisions are brand new. So it's really it really made it interesting. We had when we when we passed it out of the house originally, we had like eighty eight votes. It was a really big vote. All right. So now let's talk about why 
the vote dropped. Why the vote yeah. count dropped? Because well, I know in the House, it, it you barely passed it. You got just, 63 or 64. Yeah, so when it, when it went to conference, somewhere in conference, there was a, a provision put in there to have 80% of the dollars raised, uh, the, the revenue that the state would receive, 80% of that would go towards luring a professional sports team, a, 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 a big league professional and sports team to Kansas. The money prior to that, where was that money going to go? The usual it, places, the yeah, there problem gambler. And, yeah, well, you've always got the, right. 2% goes to problem so gambling. So wasn't, it wasn't allocated. It would have just gone not. to SGF. It okay. was not. It was just going to go to SGF. Okay, so – Somebody inserts, and by somebody, we probably know it's somebody with the authority to do that. It's just but not me. Not yeah, I get that. Not you, yeah. and I'm glad you. So it was yep. not you. No. Let's, okay, so you did not, but someone who can got an amendment or a line in there that, that 80 million or 80%, which would be roughly about $8 million a year. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Would go to this fund to lure right. a franchise, theoretically. They didn't specify an NFL, but that's no. kind of what we're talking about. Well, it, it's kind of amazing because last week, right. think, or this week, maybe it was, uh, yeah. came out. The, Same time, roughly. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of what the thought process, and there were a lot. And from and that, what I've heard, that came out on the floor when it was brought up and somebody said, hey, hey, what's this line here? Yeah. And it, so it kind of shocked everybody. It did, and, and, and truly, I think we lost a lot of votes because of that. Uh, I would have so, had a hard time with that so just because had, you didn't tell me in advance. Yeah, we had 88 votes, and we just got 63 votes, so we just barely got it passed, maybe 64 votes. Now, has that gone through the Senate yet, or is it no, still? No, okay. it, it, it hasn't. Uh, it was literally up, and when we shut down, things – you know, we were getting late. It was one forty in the morning. I know. Tempers were starting to flare. People were just getting upset. And so we just decided to shut it down. And when we did, Senate shut it down. That was actually going to be their next bill to work. So they'll take it up when you they'll guys go back. They'll take it up when we get back, yeah. Um, something else that uh, I'm sure may come back up is the food sales tax. It's a one one of yeah. the major things people have been following. Right. And what I've heard is, is what? Four percent, two percent, zero. Yeah, four two zero over three year period, which I think is a good way to do it because you you know you know we're gonna we're we are coming up on a time where there's real there's a real possibility of having a recession. Oh, I, I think we're already starting yeah, one. Actually. I think yeah. it's quite possible, and and having it to where it's 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 four two zero, it allows us the ability to say no, we can go in and stop it. Uh, you know, if we start getting into recession and money starts falling, revenue starts falling. We could go in and stop that to where to where it stays steady at that level, and then we could come back in and do another bill to start it back up. So, so you're because it's like six hundred million dollars a year that is. the state's losing. Yeah, absolutely. That's a lot. Which again, as you know, I've all I've long advocated absolutely. for, for yeah. taking the getting rid of the sales tax on food. Yeah. Unlike Laura Kelly, who just seemed to come into it because she's running for re-election. But. Yeah, it's been a great re-election thing for her. pretty much everything she's done in the last 4 months is all re- uh, election related. I you just yeah. I think you're just saying that cuz you're a cynic and a And partisan. you know, yeah. a lot of people say that about me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're on break now. You guys go back at the end of the month yeah. and that's to respond to vetoes, do the omnibus budget, uh, yeah, a few so of we, these leftovers, right? So Friday was first adjournment. Um so we we go back the 25th of April. We'll hopefully be done in a week. and But then we've got to wait. We've got to wait for signing die. Signing die is going to be set out a little bit longer because we're waiting for that uh, congressional map to go through the courts. So we'll see where that goes. Well, I'm sure we'll have you on again. Uh, that's been fascinating. Having It's been nice having you in the studio here. You know, we should do this more often. We could, it could be sort of the John and Dan show. Yeah. Kind of fun um, just sitting and chit-chatting while you're on been. breaks there. It has been. Uh, but I also appreciated, 
in particular on the the gambling part, because I think it has obvious implications for Sedgwick County. And opening up that dog track again, even though it won't be a dog track, I mean that's that's revenue for the county. Yeah. That's jobs. I mean, four five hundred jobs. I say. I was going to ask how many five hundred yeah. jobs. Yeah. Yeah, wow, that'd be nice. And those are those are good paying jobs. Yeah, food service. That's yeah. everything else. I'm sure he'll do events out there because Absolutely. it's got he's got the facility for it, and it'll be a classy operation. And it will. It will. Because of who we're talking about, this is yeah. you know Treasure Island. This will be a classy event. It will. Any idea? If that passes, how soon? Have they given any timeline when they'd like to open it? So it would take him a little bit to do that because he literally is going to have to remodel it. Uh, so, it, it, you know, it would be probably a next year. But as far as the, the sports wagering, you'll see that almost immediately. So if it passes on, on July 1 when it becomes effective, I bet you those uh, casinos will be ready to go. And they'll have they'll use the apps existing. I'm not, right. I don't bet online, so – but I'm assuming there's just apps that you would then download on your phone right. and you'd be able to wager on you know, MLB because that'll be a sure. Major League Baseball games and then NFL coming up in the fall. Right. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, I think it'll be another revenue source for the state. So, um, you know, hey, interesting. All right, Dan, yeah. I appreciate you as always. Thank you, brother. Carry on the fight. In the meantime, folks, have a good week. We'll be here next week. Carry on, fellow deplorables. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.